Hello, and welcome to the Flight Plan Podcast, the virtual learning podcast for Phoenix families. I'm Melinda Bunyard, and today I will be interviewing Assistant Principal Tom Doppy about the upcoming ACT Aspire testing, which will take place on our campus April 5th through the 9th. Linda Bunyard and I am here today with Tom Doppy. He is assistant principal here at the Don Tyson School of Innovation and uh, Mr. Doppy would you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role here at the school? Sure and I'm happy to be on this podcast. Uh, a first for me so thank you for listening. Um, I am here at Don Tyson School of Innovation for my second year. Uh, I had previously uh, lived in California and many years of administrative experience there before uh, relocating and I uh, feel so privileged to be part of this school and all the unique things that we do including the way that we uh, have our virtual families and learners. Uh, I have a son that goes here with me face to face and we'll have a daughter here with me as well next year so uh, believe strongly in the vision of what we're doing. Of the many things I do, uh, this last month or so has been heavily dedicated to organizing the logistics uh, and getting ready here for Aspire testing, which all of our students, grades three through 10, uh, will take, as well as previous to this, um, uh, the test that our 11th graders take, which is the actual ACT test with college reportable scores, uh, was a big task that I had. So I've been uh, here in testing mode for the last month or so. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, the pandemic has made everything so different for us this year, including uh, the piece that you're coordinating for us at VIA, which is bringing all of our Virtual Innovation Academy students onto campus for their ACT Aspire test. And we're so grateful for the work and the coordination that you're putting in to help our students have a successful testing time. So tell me, um, first of all, let parents know just the importance and the purpose of the ACT Aspire state testing in Arkansas. Yeah, uh, and I'll say too along those lines, uh, it's a unique privilege to get to invite uh, our third through fifth graders onto campus. As I'm sure you all know, uh, our campus has traditionally been 6 through 12, but to Ms. Bunyard's point, what an interesting year it's been. And it's always exciting to me when uh, our elementary students have been coming through our drive-throughs and to see their enthusiasm. So we hope that this is a good experience for them too. Uh, this is a test that is taken every spring. Uh, our fifth graders probably took it when they were in third grade, um, if they have a recollection of that or if you do as parents. Um, but last year, uh, our fourth graders, when they were in third grade, that would have been their first year of testing, but that didn't happen uh, when our school campuses were closed. So for our third graders and fourth graders, this will be a, a new experience for them, but uh, the first of uh, several years to come. So uh, the ACT Aspire test is a single test uh, given at the end of the school year. Uh, it tests on English, reading, writing, math, and science. Uh, and it will test on those five subject areas every year, third through 10th grade. So one of the reasons to do this is because it really gives over uh, all those years a long-term vision of how your child is progressing in those content areas. It also is uh, the only test or the test that is best predictive of how they will do on the ACT that students generally begin taking in 11th and 12th grade. 
Uh, some students may even begin taking it in uh, 10th, but the ACT is a college um, is a test that students will take uh, to help with college entrances as well as scholarships and things like that. So over the years, as they get closer and closer to that uh, 11th grade year when they take the ACT test, ACT Aspire test will actually show them how they're trending, will identify areas of growth for them, and um, th that's also a really important reason for students to take the test um, even in third, fifth grade uh, now in the, in the younger levels is because we do want to know uh, if and where those gaps may be in uh, the learning that they have. We know that that happens any year, a student's going to excel in some areas and need support in others. Uh, here, in this year that it has been, uh, we're, you know, of course, holding our breath a little bit to see how things are going. We trust our VIA teachers have done uh, exceedingly well, but at the same time, too, uh, we look forward to getting data about what the learning has looked like and to be able to begin next year, uh, whether it's Aspire uh, data or MAP data, to be very targeted about what are those areas where we want to support our students uh, to help them be as successful as possible. Yeah, that's great. Those teachers are so dependent upon that information and providing um, just the adequate and above, you know, adequate instruction for our kiddos. So, um, Mr. Doppy, on the actual testing days, which our testing week is April the 5th through the 9th, and students will be aware of the day that they come or days that they come, what can a student expect when they come on to the Don Tyson School of Innovation campus? Yeah, great question. So our building is really uh, two buildings. They, they do have an area where they connect to make a loop, but we uh, think of our campus as two buildings. And so we have designed our testing days so that any given grade band of testers uh, remain in one building all day long. So when our third through fifth graders are here on campus, they will be in what we call the West Building all day long, and it will only be our third through fifth grade students that are testing. And as it happens, all third through fifth grade students are also virtual learners because uh, our campus doesn't have any face-to-face -face third through fifth graders. So everybody will be in the same boat. We'll have a whole bunch of third through fifth graders here that are virtual learners on the campus for the first time, or unless they've been here for other um, individualized reasons but they will not be crossing paths with uh, older students. Uh, those students that are here testing will be in our East Building. So uh, our third through fifth will have a unique experience uh, here in our West Building. Our West Building uh, entrance is the one that faces Hilton Road. So as you come either from Don Tyson Parkway or from 412, we have multiple entrances, but probably the best one for you will be uh, in either case, our second entrance, uh, our middle one, that will bring you right around to the front of the school. There you'll drop your child off. We'll have teachers outside to greet and welcome them. Uh, we ask that you get here at 8 in the morning. We do have some flexibility there uh, as we look to start testing at 8.45, but we want to get them in the building to get settled, uh, have a chance to eat breakfast if they would like. When you drop your child off in front of the building, uh, you will get a piece of paper. We'll make it a bright color of some sort, no doubt, uh, so that when you come for pickup, we'll be able to easily identify and make a car rider line. Uh, from the front of the school, your child will be uh, taken back to their testing area or to the cafeteria where they can eat in a supervised way. Uh, so we will make sure that students are guided throughout the campus. 
If you haven't been on our campus before, uh, most of our school is designed around large learning zones. So we do have some standard size classrooms with four walls and a door, but most of our areas are large open learning zones that really can accommodate about 150 students at max capacity. But no zone will have more than 80 to 90 students inside the zone at a time. And with the number of teachers that we'll have present, that's going to be roughly equivalent to about uh, 20 students in a classroom, if you wanted to think of it in that way. Our students will take their tests, but we're also breaking up each day with activities, whether it takes place in our gym or outside if the weather is nice enough. Uh, we know that it's a long day of testing and we uh, want to give them opportunities for some brain breaks and some fun and to have a positive day here on campus. Uh, they'll also have the opportunity to eat lunch each day. We'll have different waves of lunch so that in our cafeteria we can keep our seating to a minimum. Uh, and so we'll feed them as well as uh, make sure that they get their uh, opportunities for a little exercise and time outside. At all times, we're going to be following our school district practices around um, safety protocols uh, specific to COVID. Uh, students are expected to wear a mask when on campus unless they're in a structured activity and have teacher permission where physical distancing is possible. But as a default, our students will need to have their masks on. We'll have some extra here, no doubt. But of course, any mask from home is acceptable. Uh, students will have their mask on when they're sitting in the classroom testing. Uh, obviously, they'll have it all down when they're eating. But otherwise, if they're in the cafeteria, they'll also need to have their mask on. The way that we are planning on setting up our testing areas, it is possible that students may be seated just uh, alone at a table and may have a certain perimeter around them of six feet distancing. But we can't guarantee that across the board, but at most students will be seated two to a table and we'll only have one other person sort of within that um, area of proximity to them. So we'll do our best that we can to uh, create as much physical distancing as possible. Um, but we can guarantee that it will be one student at most uh, who the, they would be next to during that time. That sounds great. And so in the afternoon when they're finished, then there'll be the car rider pickup. And um, so it sounds like the plan is just going to work smoothly and easily. And I know that the team leads have collaborated with you. The K-5 team leads have collaborated with you. So we've kind of gotten to put an elementary spin on maybe some upper school dynamics. I appreciated <laughs> that for sure. You know, my whole career has been more in the upper grades. Uh, and so I appreciate having the perspective of our elementary teachers here on campus. And so uh, they've helped uh, us envision what the day can look like how we can have those structured activities, what our drop-off and pickup needs to look like. So I'm sure that it's going to be a great day for students, hopefully a positive one, maybe even a memorable one to be on a uh, unique campus like ours. It's unlike any school that they've probably been to. So uh, even for the two days that they're here testing, we want to make sure that they feel welcome, uh, comfortable here, and uh, maybe leave a really good impression of what uh, Don Tyson School of Innovation, our physical campus, is all about. 
I have a feeling it's going to inspire them to want to come here in the future, which is also a good thing. So. Oh, yeah. We're never against a little PR <laughs> yeah. along the way. Well, thank you so much for your time today and all of this information and just working with us to make sure that our kiddos have a safe and successful testing experience. So, families, we look forward to seeing you for ACT Aspire testing the week of April the 5th through the 9th. Thanks for listening to the Flight Plan Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at viadtsoi at estelle.org. Until next time, we'll see you online.